This is Dr. What? Dr. Where? Stories of Rural Medicine. It's the podcast exploring what it's like to live, work and train in rural medicine across regional Victoria. This series, we're looking at ways you can take your professional practice to a new level, no matter where your career is at. Even if it's yet to begin, we'll be bringing you valuable insights from a whole range of voices in regional medicine. And Monash Rural Health's Drivers Conference is the perfect place to do that. Doctors for Regional Innovation, Vision, Excellence, Research and Scholarship gather together to present research projects and network with future colleagues. The Northwest Victorian Regional Training Hub works hard to provide this opportunity for regional medical students and junior doctors. Dr. Laura Panozzo was the co-chair of the Scientific Committee for the inaugural Drivers Conference. She's thrilled with how everyone's hard work has paid off to launch a conference focused on rural and regional healthcare. So I've had a, a long history and good relationship with Bendigo Health and the Monash University School of Rural Health in Bendigo. I was involved since 2017. I completed an honours project uh, with that group and have been involved in research since then. And I came to know that there was an excellent capacity for research in rural and regional areas and particularly with Bendigo Health and with Monash School of Rural Health. So I was very happy to become involved in this conference. What we really noticed is there's a paucity of uh, rural and regional healthcare conferences in Australia and we really decided that we could fill that gap. What we really supported was young up-and-coming researchers and we have very senior uh, clinicians and academics in Bendigo that we could really group together and work towards creating this, this conference. Um, so it was very exciting. I think we talked about it. I've spoken to Janelle with it for a number of years, trying to fill this space and how we can best support our regional doctors and you know juniors in training and early career researchers to really get that, that first step. The hardest bit we found and I found personally in early career research is those early opportunities. Um, you are inexperienced. You don't know how to apply for things. Um, there's lots of hurdles to get through. And by eliminating that barrier, such as travel, which is a huge one, and cost as well. So a lot of these conferences are very expensive and they're in lots of different parts of Australia. You don't necessarily get afforded time off work. You don't necessarily get given, you know, costs to pay or, or assistance with applications. And that's what we were, we're really helping to support our juniors with. It sounds like this has been years in the making trying to put together a conference like this. Do you know what's available sort of elsewhere in the country in terms of things that are targeted towards sort of early career doctors to give them that opportunity and platform for presenting research? At every conference, whether it's surgical, medical or, or otherwise, do have prizes, I suppose, for early career researchers, but they don't necessarily come with that discount there's still you know you're paying 800 900 for a single day ticket and you're not even necessarily getting the opportunity to present at those conferences so it's just really hard and very expensive to get get your foot in the door and that's why we had this very inclusive conference but in saying that it was inclusive but the quality of work presented was very comparable and very much on par with with those more expensive conferences Clearly, that's a, a pretty big endorsement of the scientific committee, which you were a part of. What was involved with selecting presenters and, and seeking out research for, for people to present? 
So we had more applications and more submissions than we possibly could have imagined to start with. And it was from people who were your peers who you didn't know were involved in projects. I think sometimes we're bad at promoting ourselves and this gave us the opportunity to, to submit something or a couple of things to the uh, conference. We created a sort of an analysis that was based on supporting um, regional doctors first and regional trainees um, first. So part of that criteria was looking favourably towards research that had been completed uh, within a regional space or, or focused on regional healthcare um, and junior doctors in training within those areas as well. And that's not necessarily Victorian, um, that's you know, Australian junior doctors in training in regional areas. Um, we then looked to focus towards people who were engaged in training programs regionally, um, people who identify as Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander as well. And then from there, looking at the research itself, the structure, how comprehensive it was, um, whether these were sort of novel or new ideas and how this contributed to the research space. Overall, it has been a year since this inaugural drivers, but how do you think it went, you know, in hindsight? I think it was great. Like I still look back at it, on it really favourably. Um, I've applied, obviously I'm not involved in the committee this year, but I will be presenting um, one of my pieces of research there, which is really exciting to see how it's grown from last year to this year. People know about it now. People uh, were asking when the next drivers is. It's well promoted. Um, that's a really exciting thing. It shows that it, it's getting off the ground. And I know we've got some excellent presenters, guest presenters, and it's moving across to be not just a single day event, but we're having our, our pre-workshops that I think are a week or two beforehand. So, so making it more like that, that elongated conference and having more opportunity um, to make the most of the event is really fantastic. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I knew this was the time of the year that it was coming around. So um, it'll be great to be involved again this year uh, in a slightly different capacity. Are you able to sort of tell us in a nutshell, uh, what are you planning on presenting at Drivers this year? So it's a piece of work that I have been dragging along for a couple of years, um, but I've finally finished it. It's So it's with Bendigo School of Rural Health. It's with three other researchers um, and it's looking at, it's a statewide prevalence of advanced care directives. So documents that outline a person's preferences for hospitalisation or end-of-life care or resuscitation, and looking at how many patients in the acute hospital setting actually have these documents. It's encouraged from a general practice and general hospital perspective that we should have these, but we think there's a lot more than there is. Um, and it's presenting that, that state prevalence data. I guess um, this is traveling, you know, building on from the work I did my honours thesis on, which was also in advanced care planning. So, and it's with a very similar group of researchers. So it's really nice to continue to build that profile, that capacity, but also continuing that relationship with our Bendigo academics. With this year's Drivers Conference just a few weeks away, preparations are underway to build on its success and reputation. Dr. Josh McAdams is this year's co-chair of the Scientific Committee and says there's research being presented from interstate, plenty of networking opportunities, and lots more. 
I was actually an inaugural member of the committee last year in drivers because I foresaw this great opportunity to amplify the voices of junior doctors, which is something that can be quite difficult. I think we've all had experiences where I think we're finding it more and more difficult to have our voices heard. But at the same time, there is more and more emphasis being placed on the need to have research experience. And so I joined last year because I saw this great opportunity thanks to Monash Rural Health and also Bendigo Health. I wanted, I had such a great experience last year that I wanted to continue that on this year and help provide a little bit of expertise um, that I may have gained from being involved last year to the new community members for this year. Given Drivers now has that established reputation, last year there was already loads of, of people submitting research projects to present. What was the experience like having people send in submissions this year? Was it sort of even larger in terms of the response? I believe so. Full disclosure that I wasn't on the scientific committee last year. I was more of a, a steering committee member, which means I was more involved with the day-to-day -day running of the conference rather than its applications of presenters and selection of who would be doing that. But this year, it's I, I was speaking to members from last year and it was quite incredible to just understand how much further our reach was now. I mean, if you want to be technical, literally overseas, if we count Tasmania as <laughs> the Bass Strait as a wide enough body of water, um, but then also other states in Australia. And also the researchers that we have coming this year have previously worked with large and internationally recognized organizations such as tertiary health centers or other um, organizations in scientific fields. So it's quite incredible the experiences is being brought to the table as well as the regard in which drivers is held by those people that they think it's worthy of them to come and be a part of our conference. How does it feel to be in this position where you're able to amplify those regional voices and, and provide that platform for people who are doing these research projects that might not necessarily have that opportunity to present them at a conference or get them out to the wider range of colleagues? Humbling, I think, is the... Uh, I, I just hope that I don't mess it up, I think. Uh, I mean, it's not just me. We're part, I'm part of a larger committee, but I think our main focus is just providing everyone an opportunity and doing that opportunity justice and allowing them to have their own platform to provide the message or the research that they want to get out there. So really it's about providing people the opportunity, but then not dictating how they use that opportunity. And that's our main focus is just trying to get out of their, um, our presenters' ways as much as possible and uh, allow them to have the full experience and with the backing of the Drivers Conference. There's a lot of time constraints for any sort of presentation at a medical conference just because of the, the sheer volume of stuff that's being presented. And Drivers is, is no exception to that given the massive amount of projects that, that get presented last year's conference, but also, you know, what's planned for this one. What's the value of that experience for someone presenting when, you know, they're, they're subject to this sort of strict time frame and they've really got to distill what their research project is into, in some cases, as little as three minutes? Uh, I think that's a, a common problem that all people who have completed research face is often it's in a base that we're quite passionate about. And often when you ask someone about their research, if you uh, give an open end enough question, you could accidentally find yourself in the midst of a two, three hour sermon about why it is they've chosen to focus their career on this particular path. 
So the advantage of having these time constraints is it really forces people, like you've said, to distill their message down without losing the core points of their passion, probably make it uh, more palatable to the average person. I know I was myself a presenter at the conference last year, and it was quite frustrating initially to distill down my research project to just, I think it was a two-minute presentation. But I really appreciate it in the end for forcing me to come at my project with an almost a new perspective and an understanding of how can I best communicate this message in a short amount of time? And it actually allowed me to not only focus my message, but then have a greater understanding from the audience point of view of what would I want to hear in the next two minutes. When these conferences are held, the networking and the social aspects of it are incredibly valuable and, and often kind of just additional things to add on as a bit of a benefit to a conference like this. Given last year was subject to a bunch of different COVID restrictions and lockdowns and all of that sort of stuff, are you hoping that this year that will be a, a bigger part of the conference? Definitely. We have a list of VIPs that we've um, invited to our conference. And part of the reason we've done that is to hopefully allow for the opportunity for networking amongst the, the junior doctors and these people who are quite established amongst their respective fields. And so list of, uh, we've got professors, associate professors, head of clinical units and head of their own research departments coming to this conference. And we have myriad of opportunities throughout the day. So obviously there will be talks uh, happening with our conference as you'd expect, but then there's plenty of opportunities and breaks throughout the day, as well as the fact that we have a dinner to kind of close our conference on the Saturday night, at which point um, we're really hopeful that everyone that comes will have the opportunity to network with everyone else who's there and potentially even make some connections that could serve them for many years going forward. Thanks for listening. Drivers 2022 is happening on the 22nd of October this year. Tickets are available now, so head to monash.edu forward slash medicine forward slash drivers to come along. You'll find this link in our show notes too. This episode was part of a series of conversations with doctors in regional Victoria. There's plenty more episodes available, which focus on a wide range of medical specialties and topics. We're available anywhere you find good podcasts. The Northwest Victoria and Gippsland Regional Training Hubs have commissioned this podcast to help medical students and junior doctors learn more about training and practicing medicine in regional Australia. There are hubs all across the country, and to find out where your nearest hub is, visit the link in the episode show notes or just search Regional Training Hubs. And finally, this podcast was brought to you by Monash Rural Health, edited by Emily Crawford and presented by Patrick Laverick, that's me. And it was made possible by funding from the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Program at the Commonwealth Department of Health.